and not what you might think. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like the underworld is actually a foundation for the upper world. The reason is because there's energy in the underworld that we don't have access to otherwise, that we can't take with us to serve in the upper world, because in the middle world, it's only when we access that underworld energy that we can actually create something new and different. Yeah, and if that energy is tied up for unconscious purposes in the underworld, we don't have access to it for the upper world, and we need that energy to, to, to stabilize the upper world. Because if, yeah, till we own the underworld, we can't own the upper world. So that's kind of the math. So the next step of the hidden purpose process is to go over the things that you wrote down and to dis distill out of that the core pr principles of the shadow world that we are dedicated to. And to, to so if you just spend a few minutes here reviewing what you wrote down and maybe start to see a pattern or find um, the most, the three, four, five most powerful principles and most clearly stated what the, that's the important thing is is how specific and resonant it is to your you can, to your system you, there's a pattern or a resonant uh, relationship between specific aspects of the of the notes you took on your journey um, so if you start to circle those and see which ones fit together which ones and pick the most powerful ones <clears throat> so this is a distillation process. The trade that a possibility manager uses to reinvent reality. The skills can be organized in one of two ways, either according to subject or according to level. If we were dividing the skills into levels, we would use three categories. Level one skills, are the fundamental building blocks for working in the expansive context. They are simple gestures, the most basic applications of box technology. Possibility cannot be managed without level one skills. So we've got the next two and a half days. We've got these three days. This is the menu. What are you what are you ordering? <clears throat> I think it would probably work best if you got out a piece of paper and um, wrote down your order on a piece of paper. Yeah, <laughs> this is like a menu. So um, place your order and write it on a piece of, just write it on a piece of paper. So these, the, uh, this what I'm going to talk about right now, what we're going to actually learn is um, about holding space 
can, we're going to do a brief holding space warm-up exercise, and then we're going to use some special applications of holding space that are more personal um, for our own, our own space. So this is a prerequisite to learning how to be centered, learning how to be something other than adaptive. You have to be able to have your own space, hold your space, clean your space, define your space, and then you can start using space for other purposes, which is some of the other lists up there, what we're, what we're um, headed for. So any questions about this at this point? Okay. Some of you may have done this before. Um, just use it as a practice, and then we'll warm up into something which you may or may have not done before. And probably some of you have never done anything like this ever before in your life. And if it seems really weird for you, you're in the right place. So you begin by just uh, putting your hands on your lap like this, sitting up straight, as relaxed and as comfortable as you can in these nice, wonderful chairs. And the first thing you have to be able to do is snap your fingers. I think you're doing a triple snap. Let me see the other one. Try it on try and just the next one. Next one. Yeah. Oh, okay, try it any other way? The other way? All right. Everybody else can do that? Great. Okay. So this is like your uh, your T V control thing. Okay. So this, oh, we're gonna use this a bunch. So you have to be able to do that. Doesn't have to be really loud. In fact you learn silent ways to do this. You learn quieter ways to do this and more innocuous, in invisible ways to do this. But at this point, we want you to be able to go like that. Sure. <coughs> Great. So take a deep breath, close your eyes. Oops, forgot one more thing. Open your eyes again. If you look up in the corner of this room, there's a point where the board hits the wall and hits the ceiling, that point. And if you look to the left over here, you can see another point. And down over there on the floor is one point, and down over there on the other corner is another point. So there's four points over there, two in the ceiling and two in the wall. And if you look over here, there's two in the ceiling and two in the wall, two in the floor. So you have eight points, one, two, three, four, five, <coughs> six, seven, eight. Those eight points <coughs> has the minimum number of points that it takes to define like a cubic space. So uh, the physical actuality of this space exists. It's there. It's not, um, it's not a deniable thing if like that exists. However, we're going to establish at the same place and at the same time an energetic space. And the way we're going to do that is by what's called declaring. Declaring is one of the three most powerful tools that a human being has, the other two being questioning and choosing. So we're going to declare the eight points, energetic eight points in this room by going like that. So when you do that, imagine that the eight points then exist and that there's little lines connecting them all up and I'll just um, you're actually just making the eight points and then there are the other Connecting line. So this is this is um, the eight points. Maybe two those. Eight points in the four and two and four on the floor, and then what you've got yourself is a cube. So it's an energetic matrix. So you make that declaration 
and at what you're doing is being responsible for space, responsible at the level of space. So you take a deep breath. This works better with your eyes closed to start with. So you take a deep breath and let it out. And as you exhale, you snap your fingers and declare the eight points. Suddenly, you don't have to do the points one at a time, although you could. But in this method, we do all eight points at the same time. So uh, now you're holding space in this room. So what I'd like you to do is to snap your fingers and shrink the size of that space down so it just includes you sitting in the chair, your body sitting in the chair. And then uh, snap your fingers and expand the space to include the whole room again. And then snap your fingers to include the entire building that we're in. So now you're holding space for uh, an entire building. And in the building there's plumbing, there's electrical things, there's people's luggage in the kitchen, in the kitchen actually, under the sink, in the bottom, in the back there behind the uh, little dustpan broom, there's a, a bottle cap back in there. And uh, mug root beer. Um, now you might not have known that that bottle cap was in there, but it doesn't mean you can't hold space for it. So if you're holding space for the whole building, you're holding space for everything that's in the building, the whole the building materials, the whole thing, and you may not know everything that's in there. And that's how holding space works, is you're responsible for something that you can't control. You're saying that you're, you're declaring responsibility even for something that's out of your control. Okay, I'd like you to snap your fingers and expand the space to include the, all the, whatever it is, 15 acres or the Meadow Creek uh, place, or all the buildings and fields and everything. So now you just included a bunch of cars, roads, sewer systems, water pipes, windmills, other buildings, people. Now expand that space to include uh, all the way down the entire city of Little Rock and where we are now also. Now expand that space to include the entire state of Arkansas. Notice that you don't even really have to know exactly where the boundaries of Arkansas are. But you can still declare and hold space for that. Notice that there's people driving and flying and even in boats going in and out across the state line and you're holding space for them while they're in and you know, over and around the state of Arkansas. I'd like you to snap your fingers and expand that space to include the entire 48 states of the United States in North America.
Now I'd like you to snap your fingers and expand that space to include the entire planet Earth. Now snap your fingers to include the sun and all nine planets. Now snap your fingers to expand the space to include the entire Milky Way galaxy. Snap your fingers to include all known galaxies, all the galaxies in this universe. Now snap your fingers to include all universes. space for all universes. What we're going to do now is an exercise in splitting your attention. I want you to keep 90% of your attention on holding space for all universes. And slowly open your eyes and use 10% of your attention to be present in the room. I recommend that you don't move hardly at all. And if at any point during this exercise you lose holding space for all universes, snap your fingers and get it back. I'd like somebody to raise one finger and volunteer. And by that signal to me that you're volunteering, you're volunteer. Pros. Are you still holding space for universes? Yes. I'd like you to tell us a little joke. Still holding space for all universes? Mm -hmm. Let's try again. <coughs> there were four men who went uh, hunting. 
Space down so it only includes this universe. Did you repeat that once again? Yes, I asked if you would shrink your space down so it only includes this universe. Now snap your fingers and shrink the space so it's all only down around the Milky Way galaxy. Now snap your fingers and bring the space down just around the sun and the nine planets of the solar system. Now snap your fingers and shrink the space down so it's only around planet Earth. Notice how different the experience is holding space for the planet Earth when you're coming this direction. It's just one little planet. <coughs> like you to snap your fingers and shrink the space down just to uh, the North American continent, including Alaska, Canada, and Mexico. and then shrink it down to just including the state of Arkansas. And now shrink your space down so you're just including Little Rock and stretched all the way up to the Metacritic. And now just Metacritic. And now just this building. And now just this room. And now just around your body in the chair. I'd like you to vanish the eight points now. Snap your fingers and vanish the eight points. And then snap your fingers and bring the eight points right around your body in the chair again. And then hold out the palm of your other hand, your, your opposite hand from your snapper. And snap the fingers and hold the space about one cubic half inch right in the middle of the palm of your hand. And slowly open your eyes and look. Close your eyes and put your hand and snap the fingers and expand the space to include your chair and, the, and your body again. And then put your hand down. 
I'd like you to snap your fingers and change the shape of that space that's around you and the chair. I'd like you to snap your fingers and change it from a cube into an amorphous egg-shaped bubble. And I'd like you to reach out with your hands, keep your eyes closed, but reach out with your hands and feel the edge of the bubble. The bubble is a flexible, uh, durable, thin film, clear thin film that stretches a little bit, it's flexible, uh, but it, and really uh, kind of like almost like leather, but stretchable. Feel around your hands and above your head, around your side. out a little bit away from your body. You lose it, snap your fingers and get it back again. Just put your, put your hand, yeah, just like that. Mm -hmm. Use both hands to feel it all around you. Great. Okay, this is your bubble. It's your space. It's your bubble. So, um, I'd like you to leave it there for a minute and let's slowly open your eyes. Is there any sharing about the, the uh, holding space exercise you just did? You're splitting your attention to do this conversation now, so you're using maybe 10% of your attention to hold <coughs> the bubble in place. And now we're going to have a conversation about the previous exercise that we just did with expanding and contracting space, holding space. So keep a piece of your attention on the bubble, with the bubbles right there, and see if there's any, if you can make some sharing about the holding space exercise at the same time. Be responsible for all of that. I wanted God or something to be responsible. Mm hmm. And now? No, I still don't want to be responsible for all of that. Does it change anything? <coughs> what you want? No. <laughs> Why don't you want to be responsible for all that? Seems so great. Can I ask you a question? Yes. When you were holding space for all universes, what was bigger? You or all universes? Your eyes. Try an experiment. Yes. Expand your 
change your space from a bubble into eight points and expand it to include the Milky Way galaxy. Sure you want to do this exercise? Yes. Expand the space to include all the galaxies in this universe. Are you okay? Yes. What's bigger, you or the universe? And expand your space to include all universes. Are you okay? Yes. Is it big? Still in the eight points. Yeah, but is it big? Yeah. Yeah, hell yes. <coughs> What's bigger? You are all universes. I am. Okay. Snap your fingers and shrink it down to just this universe. And just this galaxy. And just this planet. Just this room. You. Could you do that? Yes. Any other sharing about that? How was that? What was that like? How was it? Holding space. I wanted to go to sleep and sleep with my son. And we got out to the solar system. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Still have your bubble? I didn't think so. Get your bubble back. How long are you going to wait? No, how long are you going to wait before you put your bubble back? Okay, that was too long. Okay, banish your bubble and get it back. It's too long. Too long still. Banish your bubble. Make your bubble. Still too long. <laughs> Vanish your bubble. Make your bubble. That's, that works. Okay? Alright, now keep your bubble and talk to me. Okay, You're splitting your attention now. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, I expanded my bubble to include the universe. I wanted to fall asleep. I went to sleep. I didn't hear you snoring. I didn't hear you snoring. I was, I went to sleep, I had to shake myself and be in the way. Why is that, do you think? <coughs> because uh, I didn't think I could hold it. You still have your bubble? No. You get your bubble. Keep talking. I I don't know why. <coughs> I don't know why I fell asleep. It's like I couldn't hold the space and 
include the space at the same time. Okay. So that's why and then it would just collapse because I couldn't I couldn't hold the space and include the space at the same time. That's what was going on. So I just would fall asleep and it would collapse. And I'd have to come back. And you could get it back? Then I would get it back. Okay. That's what it's like. That's what it's like okay. to hold space. Okay. It takes intention mm -hmm. or attention. It takes intention and attention. Yes. Mm -hmm. It really feels kind of restricted to me somehow. Like it's kind of unnatural. In your bubble? Yeah. Yeah. That's because you're usually all over the place. <laughs> yeah, so this is um, you're learning proper psychic etiquette by having a bubble. Did you never do this before? Not quite. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor. That's yes or no. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Anybody else? David? Yeah, it seems like there's a lot more uh, weight on my shoulders a bit of a bubble guy. It's really mm -hmm. to come back and have it not be so big. Yeah, one small little planet. Could you feel that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that different? Different coming back in. Yeah, it's a matter of perspective. Somebody else? Somebody else? When we came back and when we got down to the half inch cube. I, it really felt like it was a path, and really, maybe they did because we had been so far out. There, yeah. couldn't, there couldn't just be nothing that would be inside the Yeah, I used to have to, I, my, my job was to do soldering, and I have, they have these little surface mount uh, microprocessor chips that have like 50 leads on them with it. Doing a prototype board, you have to wire leads to all these <coughs> tiny little, little golden leads, and so I had to. I would use that method of shrinking the space down to just that big, and then I was. Then that was huge compared compared to me, because then I would be like standing there, and it would be like a whole universe to walk around and move the solder around, and I produce these these boards, and you can do it with jewelry or anything else that you're doing, cutting lines or whatever, and. Um, People look at it. How do you do this? There is simply from that. Anybody else? Seem more difficult to hold space for me for something that I that I had to compress. You still have your bubble time? Yes. Okay. It's something I can have to conceptualize rather than something that I'm familiar with. Hmm. Yeah, that was part of the exercise last night, and maybe we should do some more of that sometime, but yeah, yeah, the difference between imagining and conceptualizing, because our conceptualizing is pretty much limited to a linear experience, and you kept pulling things out of your box that were linear concepts, and not letting your imagination really work. So your imagination probably doesn't work so good. 
Well, it worked real good last night after we done the exercise. <laughs> I had all kinds of stuff I could have pulled out of that box. You still have your bubble? Yeah. You sure? Okay. Okay. Great. Anybody else? I felt more settled down. More grounded and settled. Mm-hmm. During the exercise, mm-hmm. you mean? Yeah. Yeah, because you were holding space. The space was held in the way you were. Okay. So I'd like to I invite you to do the next set of exercises with holding space. People ready for the next thing? Yeah. Okay. So um, close your eyes again. Take a deep breath. Try to get comfortable in your chair and make sure you still have your fluid your bubble around you you don't have your bubble snap your finger and get it back make sure it's clear and um, flexible and present and we're going to add a couple components to the bubble one is a grounding cord to the bubble and the way the grounding cord starts is it actually starts in your body, halfway between your hip bones. You might want to move your fingers and feel that um, the balls of your hip of your hip bones, and halfway between your hip bones, then halfway back in your body. That's where the rope, the cord starts, and it goes from there, goes straight down, all the way to the middle of the earth. So it actually goes from the center of your body to the center of the earth. And it kind of goes right through your bubble, right down there in the bottom. It's called a grounding cord. Now, um, you want your grounding cord to be a useful size and texture. So I'm gonna, I'd like to check in with a couple people. It works to have it be about, oh, like maybe two inches in diameter and to be flexible but not like spaghetti and to be um, flexible but not like you know spaghetti's too loose and uh, certain kind of metals can be flexible but they're too if you they're brittle they're too brittle they could flex but if you push too far they break so it's more it's more like a, a rope or a, a nylon cord or some uh, like a, something like that so and uh, your cord will be a different color. It'll be, it needs to have a color and a texture. So, Mike, can you tell me the color of your cord, please? Great. Hold up your fingers. How big around is it? Yeah, that's just right. And what's the texture of it? Slippery smooth. Great. Okay. And is it, what's it like? It's, it's, it's really like metal, but it's like, like it's on a microscopic level, it's like a bracelet uh, where they're put together like little chain links. Okay, great, perfect. Yeah, that'll work. Shane, what about you? The color? It's brown. Okay, and what's the texture like? It's uh, it's uh, coated in a thin, like a thin silicone, uh, but then the inside is uh, a stranded like fungi cord. Great, great, that's great. Rose, color's yours. Kind of a curly white. 
Okay, what's the texture? Like a living tissue, like a connected tissue. All right. Yep. Great, John. What color is yours? It's, it's kind of metallic on the outside, and the core of it is kind of maroon. All right. What's the what's the texture like? Um, like a real hard rubber. Great. And put your hands up. Like what? What? How big around is it? That's perfect. Great. Good. Kelly, what about yours? It's like a braided rope. Okay. It's just a little bit of stretching. Great. Great. Sue? Uh, Sue Billings? Gray. Gray color? Mm -hmm. And what's the texture like? It's kind of like uh, lizard skin. Great. And what's the, how big around is it? Yeah. Uh, make it a little bigger than that. Okay. A little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. Yes. Just like that. Okay. Just snap your fingers and have it be that big. Okay? Great. Good. David? What color is yours? Green with black spots. Okay, and what's the um, quality of the texture like? So uh, braided on the outside, strands on the inside. Great. Great. And what's the diameter of it? Hold your fingers. Yeah, it needs to be bigger than that. It needs to make your fingers into a circle. Okay. A little bit bigger. Kevlar. Just like that. Great. Great. That big. Okay? Kevlar is flexible, right? Great. Diana, what color is yours? It's gold. Okay. And the quality texture of it? It's got kind of a, a rubbery shell, but it's like kind of a rubber band. Great. And, and hold your fingers and what kind of diameter is it? Okay, that's too big. That's too big. A little bit smaller. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's too small now. A little bit, yeah, just like that. Just like that. Snap your fingers and make it that big. Great. Okay. Good. Fred? What color is yours? Alright, and texture? Rubbery. Okay. And the, uh, how big around is it? Perfect. Good. Good. James? Brown. And it, uh, it, 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 it has a circular spiral that goes all the way down. Alright. <coughs> and it's great. Good. Okay, everybody. That's good. Okay, so what we're going to be working for, we're going to do another thing, and um, what you're learning here is called, basically it's called first position. First position as in ballet. In ballet, it's like there's a first position, it's like ready position, ready to begin. In fencing, that position is called on guard. In every martial art, they have a ready position, a beginning position. So this, this is what we're learning here. It's called first position. And it starts with a bubble, your own personal bubble. And it starts with the grounding cord. And so it's a grounded bubble. And But it's also, we're going to do a little cleansing process on your bubble right now. And um, first position is after this cleansing process. The cleansing process has two parts. There's a part where you're going to get rid of anything extra. And then you're gonna, the second part is you're going to bring in something that's missing. Those happen to be the two forms of shamanic healing that, are, that can be done. It's basically the two forms of healing that can be done, which is the first form is to get rid of anything that's extra that doesn't belong there. And the second, the second kind is to bring in something that's missing, to go find something that's missing and bring that in. So you're going to actually do both of those kinds of healings on yourself right now. And I'll, I'll describe exactly how to do both of those. 
So make sure you have your bubble and your grounding cord. So why don't you just go ahead and make them again, just, just declare them again. Like that. It's that quick and that easy. That's how you get a bubble in the ground cord. What we're going to do now is learn how to cleanse your bubble from the inside. And the way that you do that is um, you will, once you start to do this, you will notice that you will see that inside of your head that you have are having conversations with other people. These could be people that you know or that you don't know. These could be people that are living or dead. It doesn't matter. But there are people, you're having a conversation with people in your own head. Now, what this is a manifestation of is the manifestation of other people's energy being in your space. I'll say that again. When you're having a conversation with somebody in your mind, it's a manifestation of somebody else's energy in your space. If somebody else's energy is in your space, it's your responsibility to send it out. It is inappropriate for anybody else's energy to be in your space. So while we're doing this exercise, please make sure you keep your grounding cord and you keep your bubble. And what I'd like you to do is imagine that you're blowing like a bubble out of your mouth, a large, like a large bubble gum, you know, like when you're blowing bubble gum, it's a, it's a big bubble, but it's not sticky like uh, bubble gum is, and it won't pop like bubble gum can pop. It gets to be about a whole foot in diameter. So you're actually, you're actually blowing that energetic bubble inside of your space bubble. And as you blow that bubble up and then, and then um, complete it with your mouth, it's uh, full of, it has, what it has in it is somebody's face. Somebody, one of the people in your uh, head that you were talking to, their face is in that bubble, their head is in that bubble. And what you do, what you're actually taking is you just isolated their energy inside of your space. You isolated it into that bubble. And now what you're going to do is you're going to send it right through the wall of your big bubble. You just kind of nudge it a little bit. And it flows forward away from you. And you know how bubbles can kind of pass through another bubble? It's just like that. This, this bubble flows right through the wall of your bubble and floats away from you about 20, 30 feet. And after it's about 30 feet away, way far away from you, outside of your bubble, and it contains the energy and information from this other person who is in your space. Their head kind of floats out there in this bubble. Then what you do is you pop that bubble out there about 30 feet away. You just pop it. And as it explodes, that energy and information goes back to that other person who was in your space. And then as soon as you've done that, uh, take kind of another breath, Look around in your head, blow another bubble, and it blow it right in front of you, and it's sitting right in front of your face, in your bubble, and, and you can see that it's filled with somebody else's head, either that same person's head again, or somebody else's head, a new person's head. And as soon as it's there in front of you, you nudge it a little bit, it goes through the wall of your space bubble, floats 30 feet away from you, and as it gets out to about 30 feet, you pop it, it explodes, that energy and information goes back to that person who is in your space. You take another breath, look around your head again. So it's a simple procedure. 
you just keep doing it over and over again with that person, and as soon as that person is done, you do it with the next person. Since you probably haven't done this for a while, and maybe never, uh, you've got quite a bit of garbage to take care of. I'm going to shut up for a few minutes, and you do some work cleaning out your bubble. So just go ahead and take a breath, blow a little bubble inside of your bubble. You'll see that their head is in that, their face is looking right at you in that bubble. You nudge it, it goes outside of your bubble, away from you about 30 feet. You explode it, and that energy goes away. And then do it again. So I'll, I'll give you a couple, three minutes here to go ahead and just clean house for a while. replenishing your own energy, energy and information in your bubble. So, because what you've, what you've done when you blow other people's energy and information out of your space is you've actually created a kind of a vacuum in your bubble. And what we want to do is replace that vacuum in your bubble with your own energy and information. So the way that you do that is you snap your fingers and you make a second bubble above your bubble. But, and the bubble above you is um, quite a bit bigger than your bubble. Maybe two or three times as big as your bubble or four times as big as your bubble. As big as a small bedroom. And you put that bubble in, you just snap your fingers and put it above your head. And then you snap your fingers one more time and what you're doing is collecting from all time and space all the, your own energy and information that you've got spread out all over the place. And you're calling it now back into that bubble above your head because you've made room for it in, inside of you, in your space. So as soon as you snap your fingers, you make the bubble, you fill it with this golden, brilliant, blazing energy and information that's yours. It's totally resonant with you because it is yours. It's like your power, your clarity, your insights, your wisdom, your distinctions, your, your voice, your everything. is pops right back into that bubble above your head. It's golden, brilliant, blazing, energetic information and energy. And then... As soon as you bring that in, you call it in, then you start to let it come down through the top of your bubble, through the top of your head. Go ahead and do this while I'm, while I'm saying this. So, so.